happy I care about you day listeners, or as we at TLS like to say, happy I care about you day. Today, we are joined by our two brand delivery managers, Miriam and Anna, the captains of our teams to talk about making moments and leading teams with genuine care. I loved this conversation and I simply did not want it to end. When I began the planning phase of this podcast, I had a plan of creating about 20 minute episodes. I thought it would be a fun and quick thing to consume, a quick commute to work or a quick walk around the block. And then I started recording the episodes and I started participating in these fascinating discussions and opportunities to continuously learn new things. And with the wealth of knowledge that we're receiving, there is just no way to keep them short. And this upcoming conversation is a prime example. I've worked closely with Miriam and Anna for a little over a year. Miriam was my supervisor when I began as a moment maker, and Anna has always been a resource for support for me. This episode was a ton of fun, not only because I love working with these two every day, but because we get to see so much compassion and kindness through this conversation, and I just adore these two women. They bring inspiration with them every day to work, and I feel honored to learn from them every day. As Miriam says it well, they are legends. Now, without further ado, let's start living in the moment. Good morning. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Good. (laughs) Great. Great. Beautiful Monday morning sun is shining we're ready to take on the day whatever it has to throw at us exactly. <laughs> so I want to start with uh, who the two of you are and a little bit about your journey with TLS so Miriam I will start with you tell us a little bit about your history and how you've come to be where you are today so I have been with TLS, if I'm not wrong, it's either 14 years or a little bit over 14 years. Um, I started it as a moment maker and um, then I slowly worked my way up to become a team lead, junior supervisor, then supervisor, then a manager for currently I handle actually Paul Davis and first on site. When I started my career, it was actually pillar to post home inspections. Um, I've kind of worked with all the brands in general, to be honest, in 14 years. Um, but currently I am with Paul Davis and first on site 14 years plus a legend. (laughs) (laughs) You are a legend. (laughs) We're building a legacy over here. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And Anna, how about you? Well, I'm not that much of a legend. I've been here for a little bit more than, I think, three and a half years, three and a half now, three and a half years now. I started with Pillar to Post as well as a moment maker. And then I had the opportunity to become a supervisor for Serta Pro Painters. And today I manage Serta Pro Painters and California Closets. Soon, I'm taking over Magic Bubbles. I believe when this is released, I might be already there. Um, Yeah, but this is my journey. It's been quick. Um, 
but very intense. And I'm extremely grateful. Very sweet. So with your with your teams, um, like Mariam said, we've got Paul Davis and First On Site and Anna with Cal, Serta, and uh, soon to be Magic Bubbles. How many people, each of you, do you do you lead throughout your teams? I would say uh, right now I'm around 50. And I'm going to add the Magic Bubble trainees, but around 50 people. So you're important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a yes. legend, some might say. <laughs> you're just finding out about this now? <laughs> mine, is around, mine is around 40 and counting. <laughs> yeah, but normally at the average. Uh, it's always been counting. We're 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 <laughs> heavily training. We're getting that number up there. Yes. <laughs> so um, today, as this is released, it is I care about you day. And to any of our listeners that have followed our path to caribou culture, one important thing about TLS is genuine care. And our little. Um, brand mascot so to speak being a caribou so i care about you yay play on words funny moment (laughs) (laughs) so today we're talking uh mainly about moment making and how we display that genuine care and how you inspire your teams to make those moments and engage with our engage and delight our customers um so what does making a moment really mean to each of you from your past as being moment makers to now being um, a leader and a manager it's a great question because even like before becoming a moment maker or anything else like in general for me making a moment could be very different for anybody. It doesn't need to be something really big and massive. As long as you can make a difference in someone's life, it could be your coworker, it could be a cashier at the mall, somewhere that you go, you meet anybody. The whole time that you interact with people outside in work or inside at work or anything else, it's about how you're actually taking like two, three minutes, that opportunity that is provided for you to meet somebody or greet somebody if you actually can engage in that moment and genuinely listen to them, like listen to what they say. If you say hello to them, it should not be a hello without eye contact. If somebody is waving at you, you can drop a smile easily. So making moment to me, I feel that I always being uh, provided by opportunities to make a difference in someone's life. So technically I counted that I have been given opportunities in a way that I make, they make my moment by giving me that opportunity. So I make sure I try my level best as you go and laugh at my sentence now um, to actually fulfill those opportunities that was provided to me. Even if it's like bringing to someone's face a smile, even if it's somebody that I first person when I sat in my car in a parking lot, get off and see somebody. So that's what making moments means to me. And you can do it with anybody, whether you know them or you don't know them. I love that. That's really sweet. And yes, we do have a fun little joke where I didn't realize level best was an actual <laughs> common phrase. That's true. And <laughs> I have to prove my English to Alicia. And, and Mariam only uses it like 20 times a day. And I'm sitting here going, that's not English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And then I quickly learned it was, and now we just laugh every time she says it. (laughs) 
Anna, <laughs> what does making a moment mean to you? Well, I am very much aligned with Miriam on the fact that it is an opportunity that you're given. It's not, an, at the end of the day, even when I'm training, I sometimes joke with the trainee saying, be selfish and think about the moments you're making to yourself when you make other people happy because it feels so good. It's, it feels so good to help. It feels so good to support. And it is actually a position of privilege when you are able to support and help someone. So I remember when I got the job, um, actually when I got the call for the interview and I was reading about it, it was my first job here in Canada. And I called my mom to tell her about this great company. And I even remember there was like part of the parts is the windows with all the view. And I actually love that the office. So, and the coffee <laughs> and I was like, mom, it's so great. And do you believe there are moment makers? And I had no idea what was a moment maker or what TLS was about at this moment. I was just like applying for jobs in general. And I was telling my mom saying, it's for a moment maker position, moment maker, moment making. That's what I do. This is me. Because it was, it resonates with my career back in Brazil. I had a party company and the idea of this party company is to actually always go an extra mile. So when we had the setup meeting with a client, you have deep conversations with people and they end up saying things that they don't realize. And we would always add these extra things to the party as a surprise, like this little element that would make them just go, oh my, what is this? That would be blown away. So that's something that I started as a like my first moment making job, let's say, was this, was working with them in the parties and then being a moment maker here and connecting with people, actually feeling happy for them. I saw something on Instagram this weekend. It was something saying that people who are happy for others simply because they're happy are my kind of people. And I feel so connected to this because making moments to me is actually being able to feel the happiness that other people are having too. You can't really make a moment if you don't connect with it, right? I hearted that today on Instagram, by the way. Oh, great. <laughs> you saw that I shared. <laughs> it was beautiful. But it is, uh, so making moments to miss this, it is an opportunity and it is something that is putting me in a position of a lot of privilege to be able to have, to help. And at the end of the day, I'm making my own moment too, because it really makes me happy to see other people happy. There's nothing that brings me more joy than see the people around me being happy, healthy, succeeding in life, getting what they need, like getting where they want to be. That's what makes my day and my life worth it. That's how I feel it. I love that. So it is that genuine care piece. And I want to yeah. flip that for a moment and say, or rather ask, um, how would you apply that to a customer or a caller that is not happy? whether it be a concern or on the Paul Davis side, even um, some kind of a disaster um, or 
chaotic moment, how would you make that kind of a moment because they're not happy? So it's hard to be happy for someone if they're unhappy. So can I go first, Miriam? Absolutely. Before, when I was back in Brazil, I volunteered in a hospital um, in the children's wing. Very upsetting. And I dealt with a lot of people who were extremely sad. There, I learned that being there for them and actually allowing them to feel that someone cared is what made their moments. So when you have someone who's upset, when you have someone who's not satisfied with something or has tragedy going on, like it happens with PD and FOS, I feel that the important thing is to actually display the genuine care and let them feel that they're being embraced and they're being taken care of and you actually understand them. And that's the only way that they will calm down and see things in different with different perspectives and actually be able to action on something, right? So that's how I see that. You need to acknowledge, you need to connect with them, but it can't be just words. It's not just about, I understand how you feel. We need to expose ourselves to, because sometimes it can be a little bit rough for us when you are supporting someone. It can trigger something, it can pull something from the past and you go like, oh, oh. but allow yourself to be vulnerable, to be there. And that's how you're going to be able to connect and help them. That's what I see. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that was beautifully said. And I agree totally to that. Um, I believe that, like I said earlier, I don't think moments necessarily will be meaning something happy or bringing a smile to somebody's face. It could be something really simple and then not necessarily you can fix a lot of things for people but the way I look at it this is how I project most of the things even in my life that if I am here somehow you cross path with me I want to do my best to make sure that you will remember that few seconds that you had with me whether it was just directing you to a way that this is you have to tell turn left or turn right, or just listening to you and directing you to a right path or direction that this is what I can do for them, depending on their situation. I may not bring a smile on their face, but my goal and my intention is always like, at least this person who is interacting with me will say that, you know what, thank God somebody helped me and save five minutes of the misery that I was going to and I got to the right place. So the role of, um, uh, a moment maker or how to create these moments with them. I like Anna mentioned too, it's a privilege. Like you have been given this opportunity that somebody calls you. Someone calls you and says, they don't even know if you can help them or if you cannot help them, but why you have been picked and you have been chosen. So it switches around now I look at it in a way that okay so I was picked and chosen what can I do here for this person should I just tell them well I can't help you or should I just say well if he or she has approached me I do have a duty now to fulfill and actually reciprocate and try to do whatever is in my limit to put them at ease or if they're celebrating something good like I've worked with different projects it could be purchasing a house 
it is a, a most amazing experience. You can congratulate them. You can connect with them that they're purchasing something. There, every opportunity that you have, I believe genuinely that um, they were meant to be. And it was something that you can have an impact. Would you lose that opportunity? I say, I will never. I will take every opportunity which has been provided to me, whoever I meet or I see anywhere. So it kind of sounds selfish. So I feel that I've been chosen and I'm the lucky one. Yes, <laughs> but it's a good selfish. That's what I say. But it's not in a way because I feel that, oh my God, I've been given this chance. It's like a lottery thing, right? If sometimes you just, you, you get so happy. This is what I feel that we, every human being, I think we all are here. We do get these opportunities. And unfortunately, sometimes some, some of us will not recognize them and they pass by. But there are so many of them. We are still so lucky that they keep coming at us. That makes me think um, in the episode with John and Oriana, with, with John's story of, it was during the February freeze in Texas and, and we were all at capacity on Paul Davis. So there wasn't an office able to help. And he was just trying to find her an alternative and any kind of a resource. And she called back in two weeks later and he got that call for her to thank him. And that like, again, you speak to meant to be, you speak to lottery and that that is a lottery moment because what are the chances he's going to get that call? Yeah, that was a beautiful story that he shared. I loved it. Absolutely. Like that's a validation of like what you did for somebody and not necessarily in life. You will always find out because we come across a lot of moments and people, but to know that you didn't, you did have an impact. And then the validation of it is coming back to you that you had a little small hand or a bigger hand in something. That's like a jackpot. Yes. 100%. Yeah. So we've talked about um, engaging and, and listening, like really listening to the customer and, and really understanding them. So if, if you have a new trainee um, that's come in, they've never worked a day in customer service, they don't understand really what customer service is, but they're coming under our wing and we're here to lead them. What is the best piece of advice that you can give someone for their first day with customers? I personally think but for people in general, when they say that I have no experience in customer service, I look at it as like the biggest like whiteboard that you can just write your dreams, you can write your goals and you can start fresh with a beautiful, amazing foundation of like, I'm here to learn. You don't come from like, I mean, it's a different opportunity to look at it. Yes, of course, experience counts, but if you don't have it, it's even more opportunity to learn better on new things and actually enlighten them with the stuff that how you do. But like, again, I said, if you or if anybody has this foundation of I'm here for a purpose, no matter where you work, wherever you work, the purpose is that I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. I'm here for a reason. And somebody is calling me, how do you want to deal with that? That's the foundation. And I, I believe you have that foundation and the rest of it will be like little medals and roses and flowers that we will add with them. And it's beautiful. But that's how I look at things, that the foundation of anything would be if you come in with that mentality of what do you want to do and in whichever part of services that you are, whether it's customer service or anything, the purpose and the foundation of it is like, I'm here to provide help to the best of my ability type of thing, you know, like. 
I agree with Miriam on that. And I feel that it's all about the purpose. Why are you here? And what is the main goal of your day? It's to support others, to help others. So a problem that we have and when we are the customers is that we don't feel listened, we don't feel supported, we don't feel cared for. We feel just like just a number. And this is something that we can't have happening. And if you're a moment maker, nobody will feel like a number when they're talking to you. They will know that they're important. They will know that you are there to help them, even if you can't do much, but you will do everything you can. And you will see new ways of helping that person and getting them where they need to be, right? So it's about the purpose. Why are you here? What is customer service about? Mm-hmm. And so to be honest, the way when you look at it, sometimes like I mean, Anna and myself, we talk about these things most of the time. You don't have to have the experience of saying that I didn't work somewhere with customer service. You have been a customer no. yourself. <clears throat> Based on how do you want to be treated, you basically have that foundation already within you because yeah, you have never probably been on the other side of the desk to help, but you have been on this end to actually expect from them what should be done and how it should be given or served. So I think it's pretty much like Anna and myself usually say that we add with, like they have the knowledge and obviously the foundation and then the rest of it is a pleasure for her and I that we look at it as an, in a way that we add a bit of a rose petals whenever like something comes up or if they slip a little bit here and there, it's just a matter of like communication and realigning of the purpose and who are we? What are we doing here? And what's the purpose of our roles? Because who are we, Miriam? Moment makers. <laughs> and what do we do? Making moments all the way. <laughs> always find a way to sprinkle it in. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Um, through your, we've got 14 ish years from Miriam and um four I believe with Anna almost four so in your um in your many years separately and your many years combined what's the most important thing that you've learned during your time with TLS Hmm, that's a very good question because I can say that I applied to TLS and after working at TLS I found a lot of things aligned with my sort of values and principles in life um but i have learned i've learned i think the biggest thing for me was uh, how to change my style of sort of like coaching or teaching or how people can learn different respect and not not that i was not going to but just respect the individual in a way of like their skills and their abilities how do they want to learn and work um but uh, majorly, like I said, I have a stick with TLS because this was one of the company that I think most of my values and the company's value were so realigned that I could not even think of going somewhere else. And I was like, this is the best thing. And I'm like talking back in the days that it was, everything was based on integrity and loyalty. Like 
I was honest with like you, this is how I learned everything. You say what you have, then there's always support who would come um, forward to help you. And the other best thing that I learned was that you not normally see it in a lot of companies, open door policy. Like in this um, TLS from like 14 years ago, when you talk, like I never had an issue to go to Lori Deed's office, knock her door, or if it was always open. It was never like, oh, can I go to this or that? But they were every single person in management were always available to help. I've never seen this uh, somewhere else. And that's what I have learned and continue to basically display the same thing because I was helped and I was provided that support by every single one of them. So I, I would like to continue the legacy. I am paying forward with how I was presented with everything. That's how you've made yourself into a legend. Mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> Loving too. <laughs> um, okay. So for me, okay. Um, I can say that I've learned a lot. I can, a lot of different areas. Um, but being with a company that actually aligns with my own values and my own integrity that's priceless. Being able to be a manager and support the people in a way that feels right for me because it aligns with what I believe and it is what the company expects from me. That's what TLS wants too. That is the best feeling ever. Um, I feel extremely fortunate to have had this opportunity and to be here today. Um, Miriam was my first boss at TLS. The legend herself. To everyone listening, you will survive. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been disappointed a single day with the leadership that I have, like with people that I have that are leading me and teaching me and providing me guidance in all I need. So I'm very lucky with that. That's how I feel. This is a fun perspective because Marion was also my first boss when I started. <laughs> you guys, you survived. <laughs> I, I remember, and Marion, you mentioned earlier that uh, the, the few seconds that you have with someone you want them to remember. And I think the first or one of the first few seconds I had with you was um, my first check in with you to see how it's all going. And I didn't know what this was. I didn't have any expectations. So I was going into it thinking something was wrong and that I'd be fired <laughs> but, <laughs> for no reason. I'm like, no hey, hi, this is my first check-in with you. You're fine. <laughs> um, wow. But it went very well. And I, I, I remember that conversation very fondly. So turned around that really amazing. quick. <laughs> yep. I used yep. to back, but we were in the office, all of us in the BXC people would walk in and Miriam would say something like the name or word, whatever. I remember there was a time that I couldn't hear the word Brazil anymore because I was walking in Brazil, Brazil, Brazil. And I was like, oh my, <laughs> changed my name. See, then I would look at you both beautifully amazing in your roles and you're successful. Now and now I get inspired by you guys every it day. It was amazing yeah. working. Now I walk in every day and I get princess, princess, because that's basically who I am. Yeah. Me? Right. <laughs> Between the princess and princess, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I know. 
We're two princesses. It's fine. Uh huh. Very good. So what I gather is that we're um we're not walking into work to perform a role. We're walking into work to be ourselves and be authentic and and display that genuine care because yeah. that's at the core of us. And that's yes. Uh, I think and that's one thing really that I want to add. Um. And I know it's going to sound again that I'm preferring it in a way that it's going to sound like selfish, but it's not. So when I when I came to Canada, it was 2000 and I was just happy to have a job. My job was obviously in a pizza pizza, but I was just thrilled to have a job. Um, But my goal was always that wherever you work, you spend almost like what? Seven hours, seven point five, eight hours could be three hours for some people that they're part time. What is your goal? Do you want to have fun? Do you want to enjoy your day for that seven hours that you're being somewhere and also you're getting paid for being there? I always think of it like a boat, that you're in a boat and it's a party. You are in it. Are you going to have fun or are you just going to drive the boat or look at it and you're going to be depressed? So I say whoever is with me during that 7.5 hours, they have to have fun because I want to have fun. And how can you do that? That's like literally... By making moments, by being there, by being engaged with them. So I, I'm not selfish, but to have fun is nothing is wrong with it. And if you come to any place, you make their day, they make your day. Enjoy your time wherever you are and have fun. And TLS is a true example of that. I know even before COVID, when we were in the office, there was there were no dull moments on the floor ever. Mm-hmm. Like every single person had a connection, whether it was like, sometimes there would be nothing like Anna Louise used to walk into the office and everybody stand up and clap and give her standing ovation. <laughs> so for some go. people that they were new, they would not even understand what happened. And we were like, nothing, you'll get used to it. This happens all the time. <laughs> or like always with remote control cars, nerve guns, like we always had something to connect and enjoy our time, but everybody genuinely believed to have fun and enjoy and that's a still there. And I still say that I love to work, but I will have fun while I work. And I can say that at the end of the day, yes, we are selfish, Marin, because we have our moments <laughs> made every day by the team, by the people that work with us. Like mm-hmm. having the team, having the moment makers working so closely with them, that is mm-hmm best thing about our jobs because it's so amazing we connect with so many different people we learn so much every day first question is about what you learned when I think work-wise a lot when I think about my personal learning and my personal growth there's no way to measure it because of the amount of people with different backgrounds different stories and how lucky was I to be able to connect with them so it is Mm -hmm. It is a good place to work and it is fun. And yes, we're selfish. Let's brag about it. We are one of those people that we get like 40 to 50 opportunities per day. Now everybody can be chill. (laughs) To learn, to grow, to have fun and to work together. That's right. There are a few jackpots here and there too. (laughs) (laughs) Those lottery moments. (laughs) Yes, yes, of course. So that's a, a good segue into what has been the most rewarding or your favorite moment of working or being a part of TLS at any point. Um, for me, it's like, so it all depends. Uh, 
in different aspect of it. Yes, of course, when we hit our goals, when we have those measures of like, hey team, let's do this and we can do that. There are moments that uh, there are actually personal moments with the moment makers or team leads that they have personal goals in their life. And we all work so closely. Like I still say it's a family net kind of a thing because if they, let's let's say if they have, they'll have a baby, somebody's gonna get married, they have a school goals, they go to university, they share all those stuff. So not only we have our actually amazing goals and everything for business aspect of everything that we share and it's always celebrated, it's the opportunity to be involved and engage in these little things, the things that they mean so much to them, but if they actually would like to come and share it with us. So the thinking of like, that they think that we deserve to be part of those moments for them, it actually is a huge um, privilege for me. And I'm gonna probably say for Anna the same way that it's just, those are the moments that we live for. Those are the moments that say a moment maker is struggling to kind of hit from uh, their journey from this bracket to that bracket. And if you actually walk them through and then you celebrate with them, like those are the things to see their success, to measure their success. And then uh, for me, if I look at it, like Ana Luisa, when she was a moment maker, for her to be a supervisor, then become a brand manager, like those are moments. You yourself is a moment for me that you started. I know that you go, you guys are, um, you mentioned that I'm, I was the boss, but these are genuine moments. I was provided this opportunity too, in a way that I was a moment maker, a team lead, a supervisor, and then see the same thing happening to others and probably other moment makers that become team leads. Those are my moments that I see their progress. I see them that they're here, they, are, they care, and they actually work towards those things and they make this their goal. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. Um, I wanna say that as a moment maker, actually let me, Restart today as a manager, seeing the people going through their journey within TLS and outside of TLS and achieving their career goals. I can say, and I'm going to give a name, I hope it's okay, Liam, when he left TLS because he got something with his school and I couldn't, I was heartbroken to see him leave. He, he had been in the team like since the beginning, he was hired around the same time that I was, like he was always there. I could never imagine sort of without him, um, but I'm so proud and happy that he's doing something so important to him. So that is a moment. And when someone becomes a team lead, like Maren said, when someone evolves and within TLS, when, when a moment maker becomes a mentor for the first time, when they start training new moment makers and how excited that is, like how exciting this is, how excited they are for that. So those are true genuine moments and their happiness really makes me happy. And as a moment maker and to all moment makers who are listening to us now, I say this whenever I'm training, every call is an opportunity. Every call is a chance to connect and make a moment for the caller and for yourself. Um, yes. I remember some of my calls still, 
And there's one in special from when I was back on Pillar to Post. It's this lady. It is Alabama, I believe. Um, but what I remember is her name, Charlotte. And she was buying this house. And in front of the house, there was this iron cast rooster. And we were talking and I was looking at the pictures because that's what he used to do for Pillar. And then I was talking to this lady and I was like, oh, I see you have this. And she's like, right, darling, isn't it lovely? I said, it is. It's absolutely beautiful. And it was, and she was sharing about all the details of the house. And it was such a great, I hang up that phone feeling so happy. And all I wanted to do is go to Alabama to have a tea with her or something because she was just so <laughs> I lovely. I love this story. I am, but this is, and there are other stories too. And there's, there's like, there was a complaint that I'm never going to forget either. But like this one, I hold it dear to my heart because I was so happy when I hang up that phone. I was not buying a house at all. There's nothing, <laughs> there nothing in it for me, you know? But I was thrilled by, like, for her. I was so happy for her. And I still am. I hope she's very happy and healthy and living in the house. But those, like, those opportunities, we need to take advantage of them. We need to take them and we need to make them become moments because it's for us too. It's the selfishness again. Marianne. That's true. That's true. And that that was the story that you shared. It is like very beautiful story. I remember back since I was your boss, this story became very famous on how it was. And for me, if I can tell you, and I think Anna will agree with me the same thing that, yes, I make sure to display I um, genuine care. I make sure to listen, to make moments. But the proudest moment for um, me and Anna, I would say right now is whenever you get a call, from a customer and another moment maker says, hey, this customer wants to talk to my manager. And when you get on a call and they actually praise a moment maker that what they have done and how good they are, I don't think anything can beat no. that for me. Like your heart just goes like, you feel so proud of these moments when you get a compliment about them, what they're doing and how well they have done something. Mm -hmm. And a customer is happy and they no, this normally doesn't happen because people don't actually take the time to call back and say, hey, <laughs> you did an amazing job or you didn't, but when they do, I don't even know how else I can, again, lottery moment jackpot. That's the proudest moment for me when I listen to a customer who says that this person did this for me. But also because I am in this culture, um, Anna and myself, we normally, whenever we order food because of COVID sometime when we do order, we make sure to call back and actually give a compliment and a, and a thank you to the person who took our order. Because I always notice this, that this is a busy world. Everybody won't have time to actually share that, but I have, we both have taken that as a personal thing that we make sure to do that. And we have these sweet restaurants that whenever they deliver our food, they actually put a little personal note for us. Because we acknowledge and we thank them of how good and everything is like that. But to me, the proudest moment or something that I remember, like story of Jonathan, what happened, a story of uh, mm -hmm. Anna that shared or a lot of other moment makers. Those are the proudest moments that I would say it will make more place in my heart rather than actually hearing something that I did something mm -hmm. good. Because to me, it's like we are a team. 
this is what we want to do. And it's like that moment of like, oh, it's a validation of like we are in the right direction. I agree with you, Miriam. And when we were talking before about things that you learned, it's not that I don't think we were like nice people before, but seeing how people will take the time to complain yes. and to be mean sometimes, but people will not take the time to pay a compliment. That made me make even more effort to make sure that people know how pleased, how happy, and how amazed I am by the service that I receive when I get a good service. Right. Um, so anyone, any place, I went recently to service Ontario for something. And the two girls that talked to me, they were just out of this world, amazing and nice and kind. And I made sure to let them know about how good I feel when I go there and how nice they are and how sweet. And I know that sometimes when you think about public service, it's not always like that the case. The Indian government likes to play with my heart, but they were just amazing and they deserve to know, <laughs> right? They, they deserve to have someone looking at them and saying how great it is to have this interaction with you and how great you make me feel. And this is when we have someone that actually takes the time to let us know how the moment makers are doing amazing. Yes. Nobody can take that away from us. And that makes us just fly. Yes, that's true. And Anna, why did you go to Service Ontario? To renew my OHIP card. And why do you have an OHIP card? The new one, because the old one was expired, but because I got my permanent residency. Nice. <laughs> that was an epic moment too that TLS celebrated. And that was something that um, when I went to the first girl, she looked and she saw the paper. She acknowledged, she congratulated me with a smile, welcome to Canada. And she was so genuine. Oh, so it was so sweet. Mm-hmm. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, thank you. But these are the things that she could have just said, okay, give me this, what yeah. do you need? I'm going to just give it to you and then have a good day. Yes. But these are the little touches that I'm saying that every single human being has it. If they you just the take two seconds. Yeah, you have. That's the opportunity, just say. We all have the chance. It's even... Yeah paying a compliment to someone when you see like if you see something you know see something say something it's not only about bad things if you see something that is beautiful you should say it you should acknowledge it you should let people know how nice something is how amazing they did Mm -hmm. you know like alicia i'm pretty sure you can relate to that if someone looks at oh my god i love your shoes doesn't make you smile Oh, yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, Absolutely. It, it is a little thing. Uh, yeah. It's not. About- well, as a, as a team lead, I always said the same thing that it doesn't, it doesn't matter if the call is a 10 minute lead call or a 45 second, just quickly tell yes. someone I called, you can always make someone's moment. Yes. Agreed. It's, it's not about being something like huge and like huge no. proportions it's the little details yeah it's like saying hi to somebody who's passing you by on the street do you want to have a little smile and nod and say hello or you just want to just be like hi 
both are opportunities. You can pick one of them. But like I yeah. said, if you actually choose the one that you have decided to be positive and have a great day, that's what it happens. And, and unfortunately, or fortunately, should I say something? This is what I have learned, like I said, because when I came to Canada, all I needed and wanted was a job. So for me, just having a job was uh, the biggest thing and how I wanted to enjoy my time and everything. During my like, well, I've been in Canada for over 20 years now that I have learned sometimes that people say, um, they come into work and they're <clears throat> not happy or something has happened before getting to work. I always have looked into it this way that, you know how you get done from work, you go home and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna go and have family with my family time or dinner time or this and that. Have you ever thought, I just wanna put this in everybody's mind, say a lot of things happen outside work and their personal life. Then you come into work. Imagine if you put everything out the door and think that now you're in wonderland. You have 7.5 hours or eight hours that none of those stuff that is outside can impact your day. And you have eight hours to do something totally different that has nothing to do with how what happened beside, uh, outside the door. Then if you look at it like that, I wonder if anybody would have something. Like to me, coming to work is like, okay, it's my wonderland time. I know that whatever I deal outside, no matter what happens, whether it's good, bad, sad, a lot of stuff, that's not going to happen here. So that, that's another thing that I have enjoyed more is that this is my time, that I'm here for this purpose. And then the same thing, the balance of like going back outside the door, then you deal with it like that. So to me, work has always been like, this is my wonderland time. I can tell you that I agree with you, Miriam. And it is escape sometimes. Mm -hmm. When Canadian government was playing with my heart. <laughs> oh, Lord. We have to press Brazil. But I had other things. And I had a purpose that was not just that. And lucky me that I had that. Because I would lose my mind. But um, so those... This opportunity of being here, of being with the moment makers, of connecting with them, with all of you, like this is priceless. Priceless. I agree. And, and that's according to what Anna and myself always say, that's genuine care. Yeah. Because when we are here, we are genuinely connected with all of you guys. With moment makers, by yourself, management, that's our main thing. That when we are here, we are here. If I'm talking to you, then I'm talking to you, and my whole brain, everything is connected. Of like, what are you saying? What should I do? What can I do? And then if I touch base with a little bit of context of my childhood, like a Kodak moment, that when I was younger, there was a well, back then there were nothing digital. They used to have these film roles for, and the company's name was Kodak. And their commercial was like, whenever they used to see something beautiful, it used to click a picture and says Kodak moment. And those are the little things that sometimes we forget to miss when it happens. I believe if you're genuinely engaged and you care, you will have tons of those Kodak moments. 
So I, to me, that's how genuine care is. If you're here, and I, by here, I don't mean only TLS, I'm just saying no matter what opportunity has been presented to you, wherever you are, there was a purpose behind it. You are there, make the best out of it and make sure that either you remember it or somebody else remembers in a very nice, memorable way. That's beautiful. Thank you. Right? The legend, of course. The legend. <laughs> the, the inspirational legend. <laughs> right, right. I get inspired by you guys every day. And of course, 50 other moment makers every moment. There's no freaking way that I should not be inspired. How and is this even possible? <laughs> but one, one thing that I want to say, when we think about how many people we're leading on the teams and it's hard for us to actually separate them, mm -hmm. right, Miriam? Because we are so connected with everybody from mm -hmm. all the teams. Um, so it's not 50, it's actually yes. the 100. It's all of them because at the end of the day, we end up having touch points and talking to people from all mm -hmm. the teams. That makes it even better. Yes. Sorry for some people if they think that we are having more jackpot moments, but hey, look at us. <laughs> how, how selfish of you. <laughs> right. So I do want to close us out a little bit by asking the two of you what you do or try to do in your personal and professional lives to live in the moment. Um. I honestly, the way I've, I think personally and professionally, um, I do live in the moment by making, I make sure not to ever think of tomorrow or yesterday. I just don't because I, number one, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Number two, I already know what happened yesterday. So I'm not going to ruin my moment of like, hey, because I can actually impact the present. This is one of the things that I always say that my focus is today. And one thing I know that I can definitely make it better than yesterday. And hey, who knows what I can do tomorrow. <laughs> but my, my main focus is today. I always make a point that we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Take your time. Enjoy this. Just a little joke. I live so much in present and because if you give me a book to read, I actually read the last chapter first because I'm like, what if tomorrow I'm not here? I should know what happened. So I, <laughs> that's that's what crazy. I, I know. So I always focus on today because I know one thing that I beat yesterday. Today I can make a lot of changes and I can make me happier. Tomorrow I will work on it when it presents itself for me. Have so you, have you ever read a anymore. full book? Yes, once. Once. Yes. <laughs> yes. Once. The, 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 normal, the normal way I have read it to actually sit down from a start to beginning once, but I'm more, audiobook. I walk a lot. So I'm an audio person. Like I will have things on audio and listen to them. But if you make me sit down and read a book once in my life, I have, yes. Oh, was it special? Mm -hmm. It was a very special book, yes. Yeah, so I really liked it. the book. It was, yeah, so it was very much worth it. And I finished it in three hours. I was just so adamant that I wanted to know everything today at the moment. <laughs> um, I would say that I 
I have this ability of separating things. I don't even know where it comes from, to be very honest. So I can focus on what I'm doing at the moment, like on the people that are around me. I think that something that happened that gave me a great perspective was when I was doing the volunteer work in the hospital. There was one day, and it's going to sound very shallow, but I'll, I'll be honest and let you guys know what happened. I was organizing this trip and I was so excited. It was like a month long vacation and I was like over the moon. And when I was driving to the hospital, I got some news and then the agent, the travel agent was saying something and I got so upset and I was mad. And I walked into the hospital and I was calling my mother and telling her and saying, this is ridiculous, this, whatever, whatever. And I was like in a very bad mood. And I walked in and those kids who were battling a deadly disease, they were over the moon happy to see me. And they rushed like towards me to give me a hug. Well, it's not Canada, so I just want to make this clear. It's Brazil. We do hug a lot of people, including when you're doing the volunteer in the hospital. I know that here you can't <laughs> because I went for uh, onboarding here once. So when I had those kids coming to me and I started my day with them, I felt like the worst person ever because I was so, I was disrespecting them by walking into that room with the anger and the bad mood with something that is so minor at the end of the day. So after that day, I have never allowed something like this or something that happens in my personal life to interfere when I'm dealing with others. And I feel that this helps me here at work. I focus so much. It's like whatever happened outside never even happened. Like it doesn't come to my mind until I stop what I'm doing here. So I'm able to focus and connect and actually engage with the people that I am interacting with. I don't really know how I do this, but I think it's the shame from that day that taught me how to do it because I was very embarrassed and I felt like a very bad person for even walking there feeling that way. So I never did it again. It's interesting to me <clears throat> that you share this because I have never felt that with you. You've always, you're... you've always, from the time that I know you three, four years, like I have always seen you thinking of others first and then it comes to you was, even if at the end i was not a bad person before that's not what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not my mom but um it's a little thing that just gave me a very different perspective mm. um about how i can't let this type of like personally not to ruin the moment for you to live in the yes. moment to enjoy so the yes, I, was upset. The time. I had things to do i had to fix things for mm -hmm. traveling but that wouldn't there was nothing that i could do at that moment while i was in the mm -hmm. hospital with the kid like that yes. moment 
was a right, moment right. of connecting with those kids, helping them with mm -hmm. whatever it was, playing. I'm a very good clay artist. I make beautiful hamburgers if you guys ever want to see it. Mm -hmm. I I've tried the real one, so that's good. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so that that's not because it was like mean or whatever it is for. No, no. It's, it's how to enjoy but the moment by is, stopping other things. It was just an eye-opening thing for me. Like at this moment, right now, is there any... And I'm going to give you an example. My paperwork that took forever. Every day mm -hmm. I woke up with this thing in my head. But I had two options. Sit down and cry and get nothing done. Or just say, okay... What can I do about this? Well, I can pray. And I prayed and that's it. And then when I'm at work, there's nothing that I can do to make things move quicker, right? So I focused right. on what I can focus. And this is what I do like to live in the moment is if this is not something urgent and that I can impact right now, what is it that I am impacting right now? And that's where my focus goes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think this explains better than all the fumbling that I did before. But that's that was the story that made me realize it and how much it impacts us. Sure. Nice. And and to Miriam's point as well, I've always admired your ability to be so present when you're speaking, because you can tell just by how thoughtful you are as mm -hmm. you speak. You're very, very present and you're constantly um you're very you're very cautious and 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 thinking as you speak because you want to make sure that it's being relayed properly. Mm -hmm. care. Yes, she does that always. Thank you, Alicia. And <laughs> you're welcome. Sweet. I try to I try to take that uh and apply it myself. You've inspired me in your in Aww. your legacy. <laughs> That's sweet. This is very sweet. Thank you. Aww. Well, it just made my Monday. You see, oh, well, lucky are we? I didn't. I didn't even realize it was Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> well, I want to say a big, big thank you for taking some time out of a busy Monday morning because Mondays are our our big day of the week. So, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate your time. And of course, it was a pleasure. Good. I'm glad. I hope we can have you yeah, again. It was it was lovely. Thank, Thank you, Alicia. The opportunity, Alicia. It was lovely having a conversation with you. But I do want to say one thing to our moment makers. Um, like I earlier said, that I don't look back. I look. I live in present, and I don't worry about future. There is one time that we always look back because we know they always have our backs, and it's so beautiful to feel yeah. that. So I just wanted to thank all of them for doing an amazing job. And like I said, I get 50 opportunities a day to be inspired and they do an amazing job. So I just wanted to thank them from the bottom of my heart and thank you for giving this opportunity for us to have the ability to chat. I am with Miriam on that. A big, huge thank you to all the moment makers and all the opportunities they give us like to be there with them and to they just make our moments 
And thank you, Alicia, for the talk, for the time, for the thoughtfulness in your questions and how you let this through. It was very nice being here with you. Thank you. I'm happy to have you. Oh, it was a pleasure. Now everybody go subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. <laughs> That's that's Miriam's job is to yell at everyone. Subscribe, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> wait, I'm gonna get Brazil there for you. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. We're going, We're going viral <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Our first live show will be in Brazil. <laughs> there you go. Great idea. I know that some places. <laughs> We're all, we're all going to Brazil and Anna's event company is going to plan it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, that's amazing. And then, and, then, and then I'll make sure to watch a football game there too. I have my jersey already. There you go. Perfect. Life is set. <laughs> we just need to get you the socks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we have to do that. That's important. <laughs> all right, I will let you two go. Well, thank you. Aren't they fantastic? I am so proud to work with them and it is a pleasure to watch them lead our teams. And to Anna's point, see something, say something. It doesn't have to be all about the bad. I went out to dinner after recording this episode and the service that we received at the restaurant was phenomenal. Our waiter was so personal and engaged and had it been a possibility, we would have had her pull up a chair and join us right there. By the end of the dinner, it was important to us that she know how fantastic she is at her job, especially as we all begin to return to, quote, normal. There is extra pressure and tension on the service industry, and we all shared this moment of kindness and gratitude because by simply engaging, this woman Ophelia, which is such a beautiful name, made the greatest impact on our experience, and it was the best dinner experience that I've had in a long time. I hope you were able to take away a few items about genuine care and the importance of engaging with everyone no matter where you are. It can really make a difference in someone's day, and I think we're learning that more and more with each episode of living in the moment. Thank you so much for listening this week. Next week, we are joined by two of our moment makers for some more customer service secrets. So make sure you subscribe and we'll see you next week. Sometimes you need someone there for support. Sometimes